Yes, people. Welcome to today's episode of Echo Chamber. Let's get into the UK top 10 box office for the weekends of the 20th to the 22nd of September. At number 10, I can't believe it's still in the charts. We got Toy Story 4. At number 9, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. At number 8, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At number 7, it's the Secret Cinema's screenings of Casino Royale. Still doing its thing at number 6, we've got The Lion King. At number 5, we've got Hustlers. At number 4, Rambo, Last Blood. At number 3, it's It, Chapter 2. At number 2, we've got Ad Astra. And still at number 1, We've got Downton Abbey, the movie. So, um, just one film this week. But, yo, it's, um, yeah, it, 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 it's uh, a tough subject. You know what I mean? But, hey, we have to look at these things. It's like, I think, films that deal with these unsavory kind of situations and you know just cultural happenings i think they shed the light on what's going on but some people just aren't aware so it it can give people new perspectives of things so um yeah i hope this film helps with that but yeah just one film this week people so um Yeah, let's get into the gists of this episode. Okay, so this week's film is called Skin. It's written and directed by Guy Native. Um, Guy also was one of the producers, along with Jamie Ray Newman, Orin Moveman, Dylan D. Jordan... Celine Rattity and Trudy Styler. The film stars Jamie Bell, Danielle McDonald, Daniel Henshaw, Bill Camp, Louisa Krauss, Zoe Coletti, Kylie Rogers, Colby Gannett, Mike Coulter, and Vera Farmiga. Um, music was by Dan Roma. And so the story is um, is this. So it's based on the 2012 MSNBC documentary. Um, Brian Widner was one of the FBI's most sought-after white supremacists. Covered in racist tattoos from head to toe that he earned performing hate crimes, he conducts a destructive life and is headed down the path of no return. When he meets Julie and her three young daughters from previous relationships, the responsibility of fatherhood give him the desire to leave the movement behind. He endures death threats and harassment from his old gang while attempting to turn his life around. Um, So, with the help of um, 
Daryl Jenkins, who who works for um, One People's Project, uh, yeah, the FBI. He undergoes twenty-five brutal tattoo removal surgeries in exchange for decoding the tattoos covering his body, which culminates in the arrest and conviction of his former gang. So yeah, that's um, the gist of the film, and so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one, as you know. Man, it's like We've had a few films Kind of along this line So, I mean, the most notable Being American History X There's a film coming um, uh, I think it's out The end of October Or the beginning of November Called Farming That's got kind of a similar Storyline um yeah and and with a film like this it's always interesting to see the journey you know to see you know the life and what could be the catalyst for the change you know just all things like that and you know to tell a story it needs to be captivating right and I have to say this this is really well shot you know there's there's a lot of interesting angles used different kind of uh, setups for shots stuff like that that do you know it does really help like the tone of the film is really good and like yeah I mean they do do the, the usual trope of using music to set up um, a scene sometimes, and to let you know the severity of that scene, but it's not too in your face, so, you know, it, it does kind of work, um, the acting is, the acting is very good, the acting is very good, I, I, I would definitely say that, uh, now, there's a few things that I I would say is a little bit confusing. So at the very beginning of the film, we see a um like a demonstration. So we have this big demonstration and stuff like that. And I don't from it it what it seems like is if a, a kid stabs a guy and then runs off and gets chased and beat up. That's what it looks like. But throughout the rest of the film, you only get the beating up part referenced. You know I mean, there's never the mention of the stab. So I'm not quite sure. Like, because that's what it looks like. Um... And it was very fast, so it's it's hard it's hard for me to kind of make that bit out. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it was kind of odd that the stabbing part was never referenced. But you know that was, yes, that was used to kind of show um, the path that 
Brian was on. You know, so we have that. And then we show, you know, we see, um, we see him start to make the change. So, you know, because we see him with this other girl at the beginning. Um, so, yeah, we, yeah, we see that part. I think it's um, April. Who's, who's played by Louisa Krause um, So we see that And those interactions But that uh, See that is a, It's not clear Really the relationship they have You know what I mean If they have just hooked up Or if they've been dating for a while Or anything like that But we see that And you know, we, we see the kind of the life, you know, the tattoos and all of this kind of stuff. And, yeah, then we see him meet Julie, who's played by um, McDonald. Uh, and, yeah, and this is the change. This is the start. The, 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 you know, a big thing that... You know, I I thought was missed was the fact that so yeah he he sees um Julie and her daughters because they're performing at a rally so we see them and then straight away it it's like oh um here's my number uh give me a call blah 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 but what we don't see like why you mean like what's the reason because you know we've already seen him with april and you know that all seems very uh i don't know let's say steamy so we see that so why does he go literally straight from one to the next and make the jump and the jump being so high and far so that's i think that's a pivotal thing that's not relayed within the film so in the um you know I mean? like in the synopsis it you know we we it, you know, it says when he meets Julie and her three young daughters from previous relationships, the responsibilities of fatherhood give him desire to leave. But, Kiri, that's not, that's not the thing. So there was something that must have happened to get him talking and start that thing. Because it's like you don't see a woman and her kids and go, hmm, I could be their dad. Yeah, yeah. Let me go talk to the mum. You know what I mean? That's not. Yeah, that's just weird. You don't. You know what I mean? You, you talk. You start to see. You know, you start to see the mum. And then down the line, you might be like, oh, yeah, we really get on. Maybe this could work. Yeah. I, you know, I could see myself um, looking after the kids. That's fine. I don't mind. But that's not the first thing. Fault. 
But yeah, we don't know. We don't know why Julie for him is better than April. So it would be would have been good to have that understanding. You know what I mean? To have that. Because then you get to you know I mean? see why the change has happened. Because he he's all in and then suddenly he's out. So yeah, like we I think in a film like this you need to understand the change to really be able to start to emphasize with the characters. You know, because yeah, we see other things then down the line, like Oh, like, you know what I mean? He doesn't want to do this, or he doesn't want to do that. So we see these things. But, it's, you know, why now? That's the big thing. It's like, why now? So, yeah. So, you know, and and the film's still, like, it's, it's not a terrible film. It's decent. It's decent. And as I said, look, the acting is really good, especially that from the um the, the, the young girls playing the daughters. They're very good. You know, they're all very good. And I have to say, I mean basically everyone is good. Like Vera Famiga as um Ma Shareen, she's really good. Very creepy Like You see her Around Gavin Who's played by Russell Posner And You mean a lot of the Other recruits And You kind of think Um I mean that's not full motherly That's not full mother mode That's Kind of leaning into something else. This is kind of odd. All right, and, and and she walks that line. She does a good job at that. So yeah, all of this acting is really good. Um, but yeah, we're 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 having these other things happen, and it's it's just not getting the full reasoning which doesn't make a lot of sense you know because there seems to be a disconnect between Brian and Julie and then suddenly there's not and we go to this next place which is just like Oh, that's a big leap. How did that happen? So, so we have that. Like, there's an there's an instance with um, Brian, Julie, and Daryl, and you're just wondering how is it Daryl can make these promises? Like, how is that? And if you were on the other side of the table, 
why would you be believing him with no actual proof? Because that's one thing. We saw no proof. So it's, how do you, Yuri, how can you take that face value? Like, why are you doing these things without any evidence? So, yeah, there's a few kind of things in the film that you kind of feel it, it needed a bit more clarification. It needed a bit more, you know, a, a couple of extra scenes or something for you to fully understand. Okay, right, that's the sequence that leads to that. That's the thing that convinces the person to do that. That's why they went and did that. So, yeah. I think that's important. And without those little things, it I think it just keeps the film at average. You know what I mean? Because it, it can't elevate itself to anything else just because like we just don't know. There's a lot of things that are very unclear. You know what I mean? So, because there's another thing that makes you, because, as you go, huh? Like, but why? What do you mean? Um. So, you know, it, I mean, if, like, it's not a big, it, you know, it, it, it's not a plot, a, a plot spoiler, because it says in the whole, you know what I mean, bio that he gets the tattoos removed. But the um the thing that leads to that, we're, we're told that, you know what I mean, someone heard a story and they were moved. But why? Like, because what's the story? You know what I mean? A guy gets tattoos. He goes all in. And now he wants to leave. Like, what's the compelling thing? That's the big thing here. Like, what's the big thing? Because he made the choice. Right? But yeah, we're, we're, it's just these things that need a bit more clarification. Because on a lot of the bios and things like that about this film, it makes the big emphasis that he, you know, Brian went through, like, the 25 brutal tattoo removal surgeries you know he went through a year full of surgeries and well one place it says a year another place is two years but yeah he went through all these surgeries and you're just like mm. but he got the tattoos you know like that shouldn't be the big kind of sell on the film like oh he's so brave he went through these surgeries no, that's not the, that's not the USP here. You know what I mean? Like, the big thing would be why he made the change. Like, why did he change his life around? That's the big thing. And that's the thing that we don't know. 
You know what I mean? He just meets a girl who has kids. And then he decides not to do a certain thing. But why? So that, yeah, this is the big thing that we just don't know. And which kind of just holds the film and your empathy back. But it is interesting. And as I said, look, it's really good acting. It is well shot for sure. Uh, But yeah, it's just a shame that we don't have a bit more clarity. But if you, um, yeah, if, if this is an intriguing piece for you, you know what I mean? If this is, if you enjoyed um, American History Act, if you found that story compelling, if you, those st- stories in general compelling, well, you will be able to catch skin in the cinema in the UK from the 27th of September. Um, it will then be released uh, on a digi- on the, you know what I mean all the digital platforms on the 30th of September and you will be able to pick up a DVD from the 7th of October. So yeah. Um, go look, go to the details of this episode and you will be able to watch the trailer. Uh, so yeah, that is Skin from director and writer Guy Native and a film as um you know mentioned is starring Jamie Bell, Danielle McDonald, Daniel Henshaw, Bill Camp, Louisa Krauss, Zoe Caletti, Kylie Rogers, Colby Gannett, Mike Coulter. And Vera Famiga. Yeah, check it out. Okay, people. So, again, we reached the end of another episode. So, a little bit of um, film news before we dust out. So, it has been talked about for the last decade but it looks like the micronauts movie is you know what I mean fast approaching so um dean de blues has um has been hired to pen and direct the live action film um so Previously, Dean has um, he's directed How to Train Your Dragon and Lilo and Stitch. So he's worked on big films, you know, popular films. Um, so yeah, he's he's now attached. Um, now, Brian Goldner, Stephen Davis, and Greg Moradin are producing uh, there's no um no dates to when filming is going to start but the film has got a release date of the 4th of june 2021 so you can imagine that filming is probably 
it's probably gonna start early next year so to give enough time for post-production and all that jazz but um yeah micronauts um it's a, like it's a 1970s property um it was a toy franchise that came out from a company called mego that no longer exists uh but yeah it was one of these many toy franchises that became big on um with the help of a comic you know what i mean a comic book tie-in um the comic books were from marvel and they were here so the gist was um you know uh, the, like everything happened in a microverse in which diverse worlds were linked together and in which a power mad dictator named baron Kaza kills the royal family taking control of everything but as you know what happens a small band of gallant electric characters get together and start to fight back now it is said that this new film is going to be um focusing on a group of intergalactic explorers but no no other word of what we can expect but yeah it's coming out june 2021 so um yeah i'm I'm suspecting more news of castings and everything will probably be dropping soonish so next up will smith has um he's got a new film coming um this is gonna be a netflix film and um yo old will has decided to um he's playing a bad guy yeah he like he's done it uh, i think once or twice but yeah he's playing a bad guy and um the film is called the council so funny thing is like um so will's going to be playing a character called nikki barnes right um and we've already seen nikki barnes in films before he had a small role in um american gangster um and in that film cuba gooding jr played him so um yeah basically the film kind of works around a crime syndicate consisting of seven african-american men who ruled harlem in the 1970s and early 80s so this is all real people this is all real shit um and their goal was establishing a self-sufficient and self-policing african-american city-state funded by revolutionizing the drug game so yeah you know it's kind of intriguing um yeah so smith is going to be producing as well with james lassiter um and matt jackson and jason essex so no word on when this will be coming out but it is going to be written by peter landsman who um also 
wrote the script to Concussion, which was another Will Smith vehicle. Um, so, more Netflix news. Um, they've just announced that um, there's going to be a sequel to the horror, the horror comedy The Babysitter. Um, and to for fans of the original, you know, most of the um, most of the cast from the first film are going to be returning. So you're going to have Bella Fawn, Robbie Amell, Hannah May Lee, Andrew Bachelor, Judah Lewis, Emily Alain Lind, Ken Marino, Leslie Bibb, Carl McDowell. And Chris Wide. Um, McGee, it looks like he is going to be um, returning as the director as well. Uh, so, basically, the gist of this film is it's set two years after Cole defeated a satanic cult led by his babysitter. He tries to forget his past and focus on surviving high school. When old enemies unexpectedly return, Cole will once again have to outsmart the forces of evil. So yeah, I think that's probably good news for everyone that was a fan of the original. No release date or anything like that, but hey, that's one for people to look forward to. And um, talking about sequels, people... Um, I think everyone's going to be pretty... I think people will be jazzed by this news. Um, so, like we all know, um, the, the Jurassic Park franchise kind of got a reboot with Jurassic World. Um, and, you know, um, like, like a couple of years ago, I think it was, we had Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now, word has come that the last part in this trilogy is going to have the return of Laura Dern, Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum. So they will be joining Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard and Colin Trevorov, Trevo will be directing this last entry um so no real you know story elements have been um released but at the end of the last film the dinosaurs some of the dinosaurs anyway escaped the island and are now Oh, they're now with civilization. Do you know what I mean? So, all craziness is probably going to be unleashed. So, this script was written by Colin and Emily Carmichael. Um, Colin is going to be executive producing with Steven Spielberg, and Frank Marshall and Pat Crowley are going to be producing. And this film is um, it's also coming out the summer of 2021. So, um, yeah, 
that's a couple of um that's a couple of big films that are gonna be hitting um hitting then so yeah and you know there's gonna be some marvel films and all of that so yeah 2021 is gonna be interesting finally a little um, nugget that has come out um so we know that um you know the um rise of skywalker is dropping in december and that's gonna be the end of the whole skywalker saga which um yeah thank god i'm tired of all of that to be honest but what is see what is interesting really for me are the new stories that are gonna come so we're gonna get the start of that with the mandalorian um in november you know but we've also got films that are supposedly in development from ryan johnson db wise and um david binoff but as well as those it has been announced that kevin feige is going to be producing a film with um kathleen kennedy so that's pretty interesting um alan horn the chief creative officer of walt disney recently just released a a statement which read we are excited about the projects kathy and um lucasfilm team are working on not only in terms of star wars but also indiana jones and reaching into other parts of the company including children of blood and bone with emma watts and fox with the close of sky of the skywalker saga kathy is pursuing a new era in the star wars storytelling and knowing what a die-hard fan kevin is it made sense for these two extraordinary producers to work on a Star Wars film together. So, I think with the way Feige has ushered and steered the Marvel Universe, you know, and the way he kind of helped resurrect the Spider-Man franchise... You know, because you people can say what they want, but since the first two Rami films, Sp- the Spider-Man franchise it's been doing okay, but it hasn't been. You know what I mean it hasn't been damn busters? But when um, you know, Feige came on board and worked with Sony on the last two films, yo. Things have been bananas. So having him come to the Star Wars universe. Man, that's exciting, right? I I feel that's definitely exciting. So yeah, it's a lot to look forward to, people. But um that is it for another episode. But people, right? So starting on the 2nd of October, so that's next Wednesday, 
it's all about the London Film Festival. You know, it's the 63rd one that BFI are bringing to us. So, we will be deep into that. We will have, like, movie reviews. I think there's going to be a number of interviews. I'm just trying to tie a few things up right now. So, yeah. Man, next week is going to be crazy. So, um, what we did last year, it was an, you know what I mean? We dropped an episode every day. Every day we saw films. So, that was, prob- that was pretty much every goddamn day. So, um, yeah, gonna see if we can do the same this year. So, um, yeah, look out for that. And if you haven't got tickets yet, make sure that you... You mean check out the website, check out the films, and order your order your tickets. There's a lot of screenings have sold out, but don't worry, because there are always returns. And I believe if you go to the venue, I think it's half an hour, maybe an hour before the film is going to start, they will release tickets. Any returns get released. And um, yeah, it's first come, first serve. So if you want tickets for a sold out screen, get your ass down to the screening, get in line and hopefully, hey, you can, um, you can do you. So that's us for another week, people. Peace.